You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Welcome back to The Reclamation Show. I am Justin Reckla, and I'm here with... Tonya Dawn. Neva Lee. Awesome. And today, today we're going to be talking about animal harmony. And so sit back... Relax. I would like to take you on a magical journey of our existence in the animal kingdom inside the Ruckla household. All right, we're not going to get that corny. Okay, what are we talking about here? Animal harmony. Well, our family, as in all things, has experienced some as we experience everything very differently than than what we see others relaying back to us and and that includes our experiences with animals and some of the experiences that we have in at with have had with animals have been nothing short of well fairy tale <laughs> right and you can envision Tony often goes in the backyard and does, does her call. I, I was I was making fun of something the other day, and she's like, "Honey, that's the wrong princess. You're calling fish." <laughs> Apparently, I was doing Ariel and not Snow White, so I, I didn't know the difference. But here we are, and sure enough, we had a shark show up. It's like, "What?" Uh, no, I'm joking. It's it's. But that we we love to play in in the magic of all things, and especially when it comes to animals. And we've had some really really cool experiences with animals in our household, uh, from fly infestations <laughs> to uh, bees to wasps. We're we're gonna explore some of those on on today's show. But uh, when we when we're talking about animal harmony. Neva, what 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 does that mean for you? What is what when the concept of animal harmony? What where does that come into play in 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 families and in, in people's lives? What what does what does that mean, and why are we focusing on that today? That's a great question. I think what animal harmony means to me, at least, is being able to something we always talk about was like seeing people as an equal, like seeing kids as an equal, but now seeing animals as equals, and I think that that's kind of like a interesting thing to think about and like we have a dog and she's awesome and she'll be featured on the show stay tuned but like we get to experience miraculous things with animals all the time but i think it's typically overlooked because it's just oh there's like a bird over there so what you're saying is is that we that a lot of people end up taking animals for granted yes okay and it may be the vegetarian i mean you never know but I think we're able to experience animals as something miraculous and as something magical with like together and with them and we've had amazing experiences with them with our dog especially she's brought a lot of magic into our lives and we're able to see things that we wouldn't see if we weren't looking for them because sometimes it takes looking for them to see it and other times it comes as a surprise and we've had many little animal surprises but i think it's the idea that we can live in harmony with with nature and see the magic and everything oh i like that and um and so i just want to dive dive into this because 
uh, like like Neva mentioned, we're we're actually going to bring the dog on to the show after the break. You're going to have to stay with this because this this is something that it is well, it's going to reveal itself along the way. But I want to dive into this because because, because babe, we, we've some of the experiences that we've had with animals, and we're we're going to expand that out to otherworldly creatures as well. Uh, we'll talk more about that after the break, but. Your nickname in the animal kingdom, it's like the bee queen, right? <laughs> Folks, this woman has been stung by bees more often than not, uh, and now she welcomes them. <laughs> they crawl, we go into the pool, they crawl all over her, um, we rescue them from the swimming pool, right? <laughs> and all of the all the you know environmental conversations around bees and they're going extinct, yes, and What's what's your experience been in that with with the bee queen? <laughs> what, why why are why why how do you interact with that? How do you how do you scope that out for people? Well, I don't really see the animal thing as being any different than any of the other conversations that we have all the time because there's a natural harmony to divine design, and when we move into harmony with it then we do get to experience the miraculous in every moment, not because we're doing something magical, but because it's always happening. And that's what you're, you, both of you were referring to. Is it's, it's not just be, like the seeing concept. Believing has to happen first. And so sometimes we have to be willing to jump into a space that seems um, otherworldly or mystical or out there to us that, that we don't really see in the projection yet. Uh, and what I mean by that is the projection can only show us what we believed yesterday. And so if we have disregarded animals or if we don't interact with them or they just kind of be become like white noise in the background then then that's how we continue to experience them it, it takes something it takes a willingness to kind of go wait a second what if i choose to look at this differently and that was the situation with the bees i got stung um once and and i remember just sitting there and and thinking about the typical kind of response to bees and the fear that's involved and everything else and that wasn't my experience with it it, it didn't feel great but what I when I relaxed into it, I felt the um, the well what we would consider venom, but but really the serum, if you will. Got and and I just started talking about well maybe I'm becoming a superhero, right? Maybe it's like Spider Man, and maybe I'm the Bee Queen, and I'm going to harness these bee powers. And, and even though it kind of was like funny, ha ha, and it was we were just kind of going with it, it shifted everything, and and everything that transpired after that was this real kind of magical invitation of what if that's true and i think sometimes we have to be willing to say like would i want it to be true would i want to live in a world where i could have these magical experiences with animals and and it's and they're real do i want to believe that there's that potential and for me at least it was a resounding yes for our family it was a yes and so we stepped into it and and nothing short of miraculous has occurred since then yeah and well and on the flip side of that <laughs> Because we all have incorporated that, we see a bee, we, we welcome it, we invite it, we, we converse with it, we you know engage with it, we honor it. And, yeah, when he says we save them, like we literally scoop them out of the water with our hands and hold them while they dry themselves off, and we've watched them dry themselves and everything it's else. Really and they're cool. Imp they're appreciative, and you just hold them and gently. And so we've got, we've I have beautiful pictures, like real up close and personal with these bees. And then they and then they just fly off when they're ready, um, and so so that's the practice that we've done. Yeah, and, and so, we train Neva in that way. Exactly, and so here we. So are. she'll come running out of yeah. the house like a bee's in the, a pool. Bee's in the pool. She sees she's it flapping. Like, she dives and... in like 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 she's like it's Baywatch, and, and, you know, and, and to save the bee. No, not that dramatic. Not Baywatch. But, but here's, here's, here's here's the funny side of that because in saving bees, mm -hmm. 
Neva just automatically saw, hey, there's a, there's a creature in the in the pool. Use your hands. Use your out. hand to get it out. And so, so Neva, explain to me your experience with <laughs> one of them. One of yeah, them. Just just one. Yeah, one. because but, she's had lots but, of great experiences. But this is the bees. flip side it, on it how not to do animal magic, folks. It wasn't a bee. <laughs> it is the key here, and in understanding the nature of a creature is completely part of what this experience yeah. has been about. And so, what was it that you rescued? I rescued a wasp. That, that actually didn't need rescuing. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I forgot this. how wasp she drink, handedly removed a wasp from the position <laughs> that it was wanting to hold. Yes. <laughs> Please and, continue. And, Please and, share and, what happened. And, and what happened? Okay, so in my defense, it was at the start of my school semester, so I wasn't all that bright yet. <laughs> she was, so, she's been, she, yeah, she, she might be a victim. She, you might want to go back and listen to the previous episode, Neva. I don't know if you know that we did this. So I may have forgot that wasps sit and float and drink water. Um, so that's a, that's a key factor, folks. We were in the hot tub, and everything was going great. And I look in the pool, and I see this creature. And it, it looks like it's flailing about. Little did I know, it probably just landed in the pool. So, me being me, I dive into the pool, Baywatch style. Not Baywatch style, like PG version of that. And I get in, and I, me being me, I didn't, I didn't think I had enough time to go get the pool rack and get it out. So I use my hand and I scoop it up and I'm looking at this box. It's in my hand and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And then it starts bending over and doing a little like yoga pose on my hand. And I'm walking. I'm like, here, mom and dad, look, I just saved a wasp. And I'm like, why is my hand stinging all of a sudden? And why is its face in my hand? There's stingers in their face, right? Yeah. Nope. Maybe we'll do anatomy later. We'll do anatomy later, but it's in some kind of yoga pose. And I'm like, why is it stinging? And I look down. I'm like, oh, it's stinging me. So repeatedly, repeatedly. <laughs> and I don't want to drop it. So I get I get up towards our hot tub and I'm walking around and it's stinging me. I'm crying because <laughs> it hurts so bad and it's stinging me and it keeps stinging me. And I'm walking over and I'm crying and I want to protect it. So I put my hand around it and it stings that hand and it keeps stinging me and it, it's just like repetitive. And I'm looking down at the wasp. I'm breaking down in tears because of how much it hurts. Both parents are yelling at me, Neva, put the wasp down <laughs> and so me i i crouch down and i lightly like let it off my hand and it stings me as it's leaving i'm breaking down crying i'm like i just wanted to be your friend she looks at us with this devastated look <laughs> like the wasp just betrayed her trust and then it just like goes and like glares at me with his little wasp eyes and like continues on its way i'm breaking down crying like dude i thought we had a connection and it stung me like 20 times well and all I'm hearing in the, my head is that childhood camp song. I'm swishing up my baby, <laughs> right? That that song. But you survived, <laughs> or did I? And I oh, I, I, I that's not talking about the after effects guess, of what my, happened. My estimation is it was probably one of the best night sleeps that you had because of. The, I started the, seeing the, things I didn't know I could see, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I went inside and I'm walking and I'm walking like a drunk person. I'm just like whoa. 
She was. She 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 got she, to experience. She had a wasp trip. Yeah, she had a wasp. I'm trip. seeing colors all around. It was fun. Awesome. So this we're we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break right here because when we get back we're gonna we're gonna dive into some bigger animals as we continue to explore animal harmony. If you're enjoying the show, go go to superpowerexperts.com. Take a look at all of our other. Uh, great podcast that we have on there. Step on the path. Start to listen. If you're ready to explore your own superpowers, go to superpowerexperts.com forward slash activate and learn all about the superpowers there. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. All right, welcome back to Reclamation. We are talking about animal harmony and this next lesson of animal experiences is one that, um, well, we can take credit for as a family, something that we've got to experience because we have a uh, well, we don't really know how old she is. Um, puppy she's dog. She's endless. She's timeless, right? Uh, she's ageless. Uh, mainly because we refuse to 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 look at what how old she is, and in in doing such, she's she's remained young, and to us, she's always been young, and she's, she's a puppy. Um, she's still very much a puppy in that sense, and. Um, that has been uh, a magical experience in and of itself. And people kind of look at us weird, like, you don't know how old your dog is? Like, no, because... Don't. I don't know how old I am. <laughs> Tonya stopped counting a while She's ago, Dumbledore. <laughs> so she's- well, not because I have an issue with age, but because I don't agree with our constructs around age. And so I just stopped calculating. And, and I can figure it out. I mean, I'm capable of that. But why? Yeah, why look yeah. at it, right? And so... Especially when it comes to animals, because they tend to live shorter than human beings. We, we or do it, they? Or, yeah, They're going to take over the world. But we felt it important to, to not really focus on that. And the way with this this creature that you're going to meet here in just a moment... Headphone user beware. Uh, ...came about is... Uh, well, first and foremost, she's, she's a rescue. Uh, she's seven pounds. She is a toy schnauzer. And for those of you who don't know schnauzers, they are probably the yappiest dogs on the planet. Besides Yorkies. Okay. I'd even put them over Yorkies. They, they probably got, they're probably one of the most yappiest dogs. The doorbell rings, forget what you're doing because nothing's happening until the dog calms down. And yes, Callie, Kelly Lou Reckla, you can go Google her. Well, Cal, you have to explain yeah, the name though. Callie, the name. Yeah, so we'll so get funny. to we'll get to the name in just a second. So don't Google her yet. Don't Google her don't yet, yet. Okay, I'll spell it out for it in a second. But how she came about was was really magical because when she came about, I was in a place of like, nope, yappiness is not going to work because it doesn't bring about peace and harmony in our household. Not going to do it, right? Just not going to do it. 
but we had this opportunity. We were looking for a nap, for a, for a pet, and um, we found a family member. You know, not just a pet. And so we go to this house, and we we see Callie there. And sure enough, she's yappy, 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 yappy. I think you're missing a whole well, part of the story. We'll, we'll fill it in then. So, right. So we had to have a, a sincere chat because what had happened was <laughs> oh, that part of the Neva story. had been asking for a dog. And like asking for a dog. And, after, a dog. and she had very strict parameters. She thought it was going to materialize on the side of the road as we were traveling. Like she, it was, she just thought it was just going to materialize. Well, as with everything in Neva's life, she was not incorrect in that. And, um, not searching, searching, you know, just kind of keeping my, my perceptors open. We, we saw in, on Craigslist of all places, yes. this ad for this dog for free, just come take the dog. Like it was, it was being abused and uh, you know, all this stuff. And in, in talking about whether or not we should be inviting another member into our family, especially with a young child, that's right. Who was a decent amount of work. Justin and I had walked the path of having animals together previously huh. And Lots of animals. So the requirement was you, you didn't even talk about the the restrictions that were on. Like this was the agreement, right? <laughs> yes, we, we did we did have some certain agreements in place of like, okay, the dog you know can't have uh, you know, one, yappy was was one of them. Right, the main right? thing. Uh, they they couldn't be high maintenance. It has nothing to do with the dog. You know. You're missing the whole. He's, <laughs> oh my goodness, he's selectively. Skipping over the well, fact that we we had we had a rule because we had had a, a dog previously. I had brought a dog into the marriage that Justin uh, to say he tolerated the dog is is a stretch, right? The dog and Justin did not see eye to eye. They never really got along, and it caused a lot of strife in our relationship. And so, as Neva was asking for a dog, and I'm remembering all of this, nope. the conversation was, you know, the that that Justin really had to take part in that. And 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 I said to you, you know, if you can't love this dog, not just tolerate it, but truly love her, that then we can't do it because it was difficult enough to kind of work with mentoring Neva and managing the three energies and everything else, but to include a family member that then somebody was always kind of at odds with and the other two like loved and adored is a recipe for disaster. And I know many of you experienced that dynamic in your families. Yeah, and I, I'll take the, the full credit for for those of you that experienced that in the families. I, I would put nine times out of ten, it's probably the man <laughs> well, maybe. That, That's, that has the issue. That was a case in our resonated. situation. That was the case in our situation. So if that resonates, continue to listen because... That, what? Well, is that fair? I mean, no, I don't no, want to put words in your mouth. That was my fair. recollection of the situation. No, that's absolutely fair, and, and I, I remember that. And, and the reason I didn't bring it up is because what's happened since for sure has, has been completely magical in what it's done for our family and bringing her into our family. What it's done for me. And, but I would and, contend it's because we set that container we did. to start. And, and we're going to do a show on that in the future on setting the container. We use that language a lot. Yeah. And I, I, some of you are listening probably don't even know what that means. So we're going to do a, 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 an episode on that in the future. But for, for this purpose is we, basically what it meant was, is that we had a clear understanding of what we were getting into and what the left and right boundaries were for, for taking on a dog and when we walked into the house sure enough the the toddler in the house was just not leaving the poor dog alone when and just it was it was just a really distraught situation and, and 
we see the dog and it's like the, the dog was perfect right we were wanting a do small dog we were traveling a lot at the time so we were somewhat some a dog that wasn't high maintenance could travel with us and here this little seven pound toy schnauzer pops into our, our our life and we say yes and she's been yappy the entire time we're in the household and Tonya kind of looks at me like, are you, are you crazy? Are you serious? <laughs> are you this is sure? like everything <laughs> that we don't want in a dog. And I said, no, yes, this, this is, this is our dog. And we, so we said, yes, and we, we got the dog, we got her, we got her stuff. We went in the car and Tonya put the dog on her lap and we drove off to take her home. And the dog collapsed, literally just like melted into Tonya's lap. It was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> you saved me, right? And she knew that the energy of our family had created a safe place for her just to relax. And when we first got her, she would not come near your heart. She would not give you a hug. She wouldn't get in, anywhere near your, your chest space. She, she wouldn't do it. But over time, Tonya became her alpha and <laughs> she she loosened up and she she started to accept and receive the love and she became such a magical magical experience for our family continues to be because she is a barometer for us we know now that for us in the family in the household if the dog's fidgety if the dog's off we're, we know something's off in the energy of the house because she's picking up on that and so we were able to transform the the yappiness to just being yappy the nervous energy from Oh, it's not just nervous energy to seeing her as she's got her own superpowers. She's got, she has her own superpowers. And I know if you have a dog and you have that type of experience with them, you know what I'm talking about here is she is in her, in of her own right, her own, like, like Tony would say, uh, like Neva would say her own person, <laughs> right? In that sense. And so we got a little treat for you here because we've been working with her on this and we're gonna we're gonna capture it live here in just a moment but and if you're a movie fan you'll know where this comes from we'll start with you get total kudos well, for how this came about this yes. was transformative yeah so so how this came about was we, whenever we go out and about we would take her with us and tony would run into the store and she'd be that you know callie would be in um be in the car with me and she was just frantic because Tonya was gone, Tonya being her alpha, she was gone and she would get nervous and she would just, the energy would build up in her. And so one day I just took out the camera and I said, I'm gonna record this and see what happens. I got her to sing, I got her to howl. And getting her to howl was allowing her to release the energy that she was experiencing that was she was bottling up and she was able to release it and so it made one, it made the made the experience for me a lot more enjoyable while I was in the car waiting for Tonya because I'm not just going, stop barking, stop barking. No, I got I got in it with her and howled like like a wolf, right? And you can just pause and picture this, folks. He's in the car, bald, goatee, and howling with a seven pound schnauzer. Yeah, and, we're, and we're howling like wolves. And the dog and I, especially after we would get back from long trips, we would always howl together. Because she would, especially like if y'all were out of the car or something, she and I would just sit and howl. And I would be like, okay, time to sing. Or I'd be singing and she would join in on me singing. And 
that another area that came about is we would come home and she would be yipping and yapping and stuff and we didn't know what to do so eventually we started like we would shake her not like aggressively like, like, like no shake the baby like, <laughs> yeah we, it would pet her like get, like just rub in there to get the energy out yeah and that that was starting to work for a while but she would still yap and yap and yap so then that's another area where well that that's and that's about. when it came home so it's like well if it worked in the car mm-hmm. every time we come home because she's crate trained but she loves it by the way but when we come home she's like she's like frantic right she's running around and she wants to release this energy so i just one we came home one day and she was frantic and she was scratching and she was running around and i just i picked her up and put her on my chest and she literally threw her head back i didn't have to give her any guidance on this i I just picked her up and she threw her head back like a wolf and and it was like oh Oh, okay, that works. And it worked, and so we just let her howl it out. And now every time we come home, you know, from being gone or going to the store or whatnot, we we first thing we do is we pick her up and let her howl it out. And it's it's a phenomenal way for her to be able to transmute the the, the franticness, the nervous energy that that compiles up in her. So we're going to bring her onto the show here. This and, and we're not going to see if she can do it because we know she can do it. So. Callie, you want well, to, well oh. we have to explain the scene. Oh, so so we we, we, we set this up a little bit in the, how we trained her in, in what, what's the movie it comes from? So this is we we do a lot of movie quotes in our a house, which I'm sure quotes. will come out, but they're peppered throughout if you catch them. But the um, at one point in time we were watching a number of Adam Sandler movies, and so the the wedding singer yeah. was one of them, and it was Steve Buscemi's, Steve Buscemi's character. character. Um, who he's drunk, you know, giving the the speech at a wedding. He's like, best man, better man, ow, like that, right? And so I started doing it with Neva early, and we did best kid, better kid, and then she'd go, ow, you know, so so we would kind of play off of that, and it's moved now into the dog. But first, the story about her name, she was named Coco. Coco, she was originally. And that didn't work for us. She was a black and white dog. Yeah, when when we we first got her name was Coco, we're like, that's not going to work. And so (laughs) we we just happened to be watching... Game of Thrones at the time. Oh right, right. And, I forgot about that. The, one of the um, and the dragon mother, the, the dragon queen, yeah, right? The dragon mom, and then so the Khaleesi, Khaleesi, and, and then, then from the there Kali. went to Kali, went, went to Kali, who's you know the goddess, goddess of, of destruction. destruction, and she's the seven pound toy schnauzer now with no teeth, yeah, but, named Kali, blue Rekla, but, but goddess of destruction. The name is any indicator the amount of energy she carries in her nervousness. <laughs> Callie is actually a really good name for her. She could like break down walls with it. But 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 we're help, <laughs> we've we've helped her evolve through that and, and are working in animal harmony with her. And so we're going to demonstrate for you what that sounds like. And then after we bring Callie, I'm going to wrap this up with uh, another interesting tale of otherworldly creatures and beliefs. So Callie, you want to join us? Stace too. We'll get. We'll get a second. We're going to pick up the dog. Best dog, better dog. Ow! <laughs> A little louder. Ready? One more time. Best, Best dog, better dog. Ow! <laughs> oh, did you touch the mic? Ready? Best dog, better dog. Ow! <laughs> you can go one more time. Louder? Well, one more time. Okay, then we're going to call the raps. Best, Best dog, better dog. dog. Ow! 
Well, you get the gist of it, folks. She's looking at the mic like she's we're a little crazy. camera she's shot. Looking at us like we're crazy, but you can kind of get the gist. It, it, we we have a lot of fun in, in loving her and and just being a help, able to help her transmute that energy has really helped us as as a family. Um, and I and I want to as we wrap this this conversation up, I, I do want to bring it back to one of the main points of this, and that is belief. And what you believe your animals are and who they are and what their capabilities are and how you experience them really comes down to what you believe is possible. I know this because I got to transmute that through the the love that Kelly has given this family. Uh, it's been such an amazing journey. And so I wanna I wanna dive into something that I don't share a whole lot with, with people. And it's the concept of otherworldly creatures. Um, I've been able to see things my entire life. Uh, it's just a gift that I've learned to develop. I didn't know what it was when I was when I was young. I've helped Neva see it, develop it, and understand it, and believe it. And it goes to the concept of fairies. And whether you believe in fairies or not doesn't matter, because I believe in fairies. I, I've seen them. And one of the apartments that we lived in when we were first starting out had a beautiful tree just outside of the house and Tony had gotten up and I was already starting to work and and I woke up and rolled over and on the pillow where where, where Tony slept was was a fairy clear as day and little outfit little wings brown hair I could still see her face in in my in my my uh, my eyes in my mind's eye right now and as soon as I was able to focus, poof, she disappeared. And I immediately came out and told Tonya about it. And she wanted to see. She wanted to see it. And then as Neva got older, she wanted to see that. And so I was able to train them on what I saw and how I was experiencing it and orbs and all those kinds of things. And again, whether you believe in fairies or not, doesn't matter. This was our experience. And what was amazing from it is that through that belief, Tonya was able to see it. What was what was your experience with the fairies? Oh yeah, it's been magical. They it, it was you know it, it it was a touch and go kind of situation there for a little bit because as we've shared a lot, you know I I particularly didn't come from a world that that really looked into like fantasy and, and otherworldliness or anything mystical. And so, so it, it did take a little bit of overriding my own kind of nurturing and programming of, wait, that's not possible. What does that mean? Da, 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 da. You know, all of that stuff. And at some point you kind of just make the decision to play or to not play. And, and ultimately we believe that that dictates everything. And, and when I was able to really cross that threshold, and it started with just saying, hey, here's a man that I love who's saying that, that this is real for him. I, I don't care what I thought was real. What's more important to me is the relationship and, and joining in him with that and, and seeing it for myself and engaging the resonance and truth for myself, not based on what I had believed previously. And when I did that, I opened up to all kinds of things to initially light the light orbs and I've captured numbers and videos and, and photographs um, to, to being able to see them live to having things materialize. And, and again, like Justin said, 
the the is it real is it not real is is a far less significant question the further you walk on this journey and ultimately it comes to do you know yourself as a creator in your existence and when you do you get to play with all kinds of fun stuff so it goes way beyond are we are the reckless saying that fairies are real like i take it leave it it doesn't really matter but we can share with you our experiences to know that it is okay to play and it's we're safe to do so and I think the biggest thing is belief, you know, because I think you can see anything you want to see as long as you believe in it. And no matter what your beliefs are, what you've been taught, I think it's what we're speaking to is the magic of it and how anybody can see the magic in everything. Well, but let's go to the proof because even the Bible says, like, how do you judge something? You judge it by its fruits, right? What does it yield? And so a lot of times our fear is like, yeah, but if I believe in this, then this could happen and and I might be foolish or I might, it may be scary or something bad might happen to me. And when I look around our home and our existence, I mean, we have eight foot tall tomato plants and we've got plants that have leaves that are 20 times the, the, the width that they should be because of the amount of love and attention and harmony that we have in the home. We have experiences where we've held bees and, and, and other animals and, and um, you know, we, we put a bunch of birds to work in our backyard. Like I can't even explain to you the amount of miraculous things that we experience in our life. And, and to us, those are the fruits. That's the proof of the fact that this this can't be anything but harmonious and, and divine in its brilliance because of the fruits that it yields and, and the and the joy that we all get to experience and the continued feedback from the projection that this is being received by nature. Nature doesn't mess around, folks. It You can't fake the funk with nature. If you're out of harmony, you're going to know it. Well, and, and to that point, we I was going to just talk about this, but we had to put the birds to work because we had an ant issue. Well, we, <laughs> we didn't have to. We, we They're going like, to take over the world. We, but we had an ant issue, and we were going about it from a perspective of like, oh, we have to go to war with the ants, Rawr. right? And so, well, maybe we we might not have been approaching have it that me. way. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? We, we may have been me, but we. I felt like we was like a, we got this ant problem. We got to solve it, and we didn't want to use poison or anything like that. So we used diatomaceous earth. Well, the diatomaceous earth was just moving the ants around. And they just they kept popping up. And then one day, Tonya's like, well, like, we caught all these birds into our backyard. And when I say birds, folks, I mean, like, think Snow White, <laughs> right? And, like, the amount of birds that we have in our backyard. It, I mean, we've got, like, we counted the other day 12 different species to include a hawk that feeds from time to time on the other 11 species um, <laughs> that, that reside in our backyard in the middle of Phoenix. In the middle of Phoenix, and in we have quail family. <laughs> Tony is like, well, birds will eat ants, and maybe the ants will pick up a move if they realize that there's birds in the area. And so we got some bird seed, and we start putting the bird seed where the ants were. And sure enough, guess what? The ants are going away. And the birds report for work every morning. Every morning they report for work and we pay them in bird seed and we no longer have an ant problem. We just move we them around the yard. And they do like a little ant dance because the ants are biting their feet and they're like hopping all around. It's kind of cute. But, but they, they work. But it but they work. It works. But we were only able to do that because we came into harmony with with the animals that were, were present in, in our house, in our in our backyard. And we we've had so many other amazing experiences, and we're going to share another one on on a future on a future store on a future uh, podcast episode. 
But that's really what the whole this whole this whole episode's been about is is how do you come into harmony? Well, you first have to believe that it's possible. You have to you have to believe that the experiences that you have with the animals in your life, the creatures that you that you come across, they're there for a reason. They're there to deliver a message. They're there to to, to help. They're there. You have to believe that. If you think that they are a nuisance, then guess what? They're going to be a nuisance. And they're going to prove to you. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And but when you can shift that perspective and you can align yourself in love, magic happens in all things. I'm going to close this out. Thank you for listening. We're going to we're going to train the dog a little bit more so she can howl even better <laughs> on one of the future episodes. Thank you so much for joining us from our inspired family to yours. We love, love you. you. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.